0: Okay. Good evening, brothers and sisters. Good evening. How are y'all today?
1: Good.
0: Morning. Good. Okay, so Is the is the mic okay? Is the speaker okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So last week we went through the the overview of uh, the first of the five uh, sections. So that is the heart, yeah, singfa. Um, I've also gotten uh, the supplementary uh, printed for you. All. Uh, I think those who attended the class previously in Coming Sun, you would have had this before. Yeah. Uh, so these are the hundred. Yeah. Uh, mm. oh. So. We can use this as a reference as we go through the text. Uh. Uh, the first page is basically the, uh, the commentary itself, where the hundred uh, different uh, phenomena in this world is being listed, yeah, in the five different categories. Now this is in Mandarin, or in Chinese. And then we have the, the translations. With English and uh, Sanskrit terms. Uh, yeah. So, last week we went through uh, the the meaning of uh, the term heart, yeah. Or as I mentioned last week, I I use it very interchangeably, heart and mind, yeah. In in Sanskrit, Pali, chitta, yeah. So altogether six different meanings. Uh, and the uh, six different meanings encompasses uh, various aspects yeah, of the functioning uh, of the heart itself. Yeah. Uh, so. So this week we are going to look at the specific specific meaning itself. Xinfa的别义. Mm. Yeah the the specific meaning for heart, yeah or sing. <coughs> so here it says Pa the Sing Wang you yeah that each of the each of the heart uh, each of the eight different uh, how to call this uh Wang yeah, this is a term that is very unique to uh, Yogacara school. Yeah, they call it the the king. Yeah, all the let me adjust this. Yeah, they call it the the king. Uh, the heart itself is like the king. Yeah, ruling over all. The whole world. Yeah, so there are different names to it. Mm. So here you can see from your notes, uh, the number one to number f- number six. Here they are all the consciousness that we are familiar with. Yeah, the first five being consciousness that is uh, dependent on the physical senses. Then number six dependent on the mind. Yeah. Uh, was this covered in the first two years? No. Uh, not covered in the first two years, huh? Consciousness. Was it covered in the first two years of the Basic Buddhism class for those who attended the... How many of you attended the Basic Buddhism class, Year 1 and 2? Uh, so, was was it covered, Consciousness?
2: I think the five
0: only. five only in the half Oh, only in Hatsutra. Yeah, so first two years never touch on the on oh, countries. Second year, second year touch on it. Second year.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that
0: <laughs> the one that I taught, huh? Yeah, correct. I see. Okay. So, uh, hmm. so last week I gave you all an exercise, right? Yes. Yeah, can y'all remember the
3: exercise?
0: Uh, can y'all remember the the exercise I gave y'all right at the end? Um, it, you can remember? Uh, all can remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was to to go back and reflect uh, on this verse. Uh, We'll mean uh weed. We should we and unli the ETF are those Piting Yeah, so that uh all all things that are labelled, yeah, that words words have no uh essence to it. It's just a name. Yeah. So this is a fundamental uh Principal inside Yogacara school, yeah. Uh, In the in the classical teaching, uh, the emphasis is on how all things are impermanent. Uh, In Madhyamika school, last week I shared with y'all the progression, right? Yeah, y'all remember. So before we delve further, I thought. Good to um, have some some idea there. Uh, so last week I shared the progression, yeah, from the Buddha's time to to the time of Nagarjuna, yeah, then later on Yogachara. Uh, so uh, the emphasis of the Buddha's teaching uh, centered on how all things are impermanent. Yeah? Uh, this is, this is uh, captured in the three universal characteristics. Yeah? Sabbe, sankara, anicca, That all conditioned phenomena are impermanent. Mm. So, you'll find that in the various sutta uh, the Buddha and his disciples would always come back to this. Mm. Now I'm not. Sugger- you must bear in mind. Uh, I'm not suggesting that the later schools refute this. Yeah, uh, it's not that we refute that. In fact, this is. Uh, this is uh, often highlighted in the various subsequent schools also. Yeah, uh, but at the for the Madamika school, uh, it also recognizes that all things are impermanent. Yeah, uh, but it goes further and highlights that well since all things are impermanent and conditioned phenomena depends on other conditions yeah, uh, which are impermanent and since the conditions can change the moment the conditions change the resultant phenomena would be different yeah. and hence all things are impermanent because of that and cannot exist independently by itself. Yeah, and from this, I'm sort of jumping ahead. Uh, from this, those who are uh, Madhamikans, those who practice the Madhyamika school, uh, then uh, seeing, understanding, penetrating into how all things are uh, inherently empty or not doesn't have any inherent uh, nature, then all grasping come to an end. Yeah? All grasping come to an end. Knowing that, not so much that you must let go, but whatever we were grasping on, uh, truly, don't exist the way we think. Truly has no substance for us to grasp onto. Yeah? In a classical teaching is, whatever you grasp onto, will one day change so no point grasping onto it. If you have uh, unrealistic expectations of it, then it brings a, a lot of anxiety, fear, and worry. Yeah. So how about yoga school? So Yogacara school also aims at uh, helping the practitioner uh, reduce and remove uh, attachment. Yeah. Uh, but the angle is slightly different. Yeah. So, the, the verse that I shared last week, we you mean a week. So, start off with this uh, reflection that words have no essence by themselves. Yeah? Words have no essence by themselves. And if words have no essence by themselves, then what happens? So, what is today's date? 22nd of February, February, huh? We will mean we so only name and no essence. Yeah. Mm. So uh, this is one of the one of the things that is inside Yoga Trial School. Yeah. Uh, I will later sh- uh, explain or or link them up. Yeah, uh, why? How this is linked to what we are learning about consciousness, about the heart, the mind, and everything? Okay. Yeah. So uh, two 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 very uh, common illustration in the Yuga school is everybody follow me. Say fire. Fire. Say again. Fire. Say again. Fire. Uh, did your mouth catch fire? No. No. Did your throat catch fire?
1: No.
0: No. Uh, so this is this is the illustration from the commentary directly that words have no essence. Yeah. The word fire. What does it mean? It refers to the you know the pro- the the, the phenomena that is the result of combustion. Yeah. The, the <coughs> scientific term is combustion. Yeah, but when I say combustion or fire, nothing happens. Yeah, it is just a name. It's just a label. Yeah, it doesn't have the properties of combustion. Now, instead of drinking water, can I just say water and quench my thirst? If I say drink water, okay, does it quench my thirst? It doesn't quench my test, isn't it? Yeah, you must drink water. Yeah, but you can use words to describe it, but it's still not it. Makes sense, right? So why is it that when people score us, we are so upset? <laughs> huh? I mean, when I say this. Uh, Sometimes I also get affected uh, to be honest yeah sometimes i sometimes I don't get so affected uh, sometimes it's because <laughs> I, I I'm a bit slow to respond sometimes so I don't feel so affected sometimes it's because occasionally there's some mindfulness then ah uh, okay okay uh, yeah uh, but uh, yeah. So from this two simple example, we can quite readily understand that water is not water; it's just named water. Fire doesn't burn. Water doesn't quench. But it's just a name. Yeah. And uh, this is the meaning of this. Uh, yes.
4: Quen- ah,
0: wait, hang on. Can you help me oh, use the mic? Quen- yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, don't 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 uh, p- Switch to the middle.
4: middle.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't have sound. Yeah. Hello? Because it's just for the recording. Hello. Okay. okay, yeah.
4: okay. Yes. So um,
0: if somebody calls you stupid, uh. how how do you respond? Mm. So if someone calls <laughs> you, <laughs> that's a good question, uh, because it can possibly happen. Yeah. How many of you? Uh, okay, maybe a bit sensitive. Uh. But how many of you have ever have someone call you stupid before? I have. Yeah. Some of you never. Uh, so, cannot, recall. cannot recall. Choose to forget. <laughs> Choose to forget. <laughs> uh. mm. So how did y'all respond to it? Let's just hear how y'all usually respond when someone call you stupid. Uh, let me start first. Uh, uh I do find that uh, some usually when people say such terms, sometimes it's very close friend. Then they will they will say something like that, uh, not meant to literally say that you are stupid, but sort of like to tease you, like hey, stupid, are you? <laughs> you know. Uh, but usually when it's said like that, and especially in a very singlish way, stupid are you? Then you don't feel so bad. Yeah, but if a person sta say it in a very, you know, official way, that is so stupid. You know, then maybe you may feel a bit more hurt. Yeah. How about the rest? How how do
4: you all so in my case before uh, the boss said Ah
0: the boss say that you are stupid. <laughs> or what you have done is stupid. <laughs> uh, so how do you all, how do you all feel about it at the first place? How do you all feel about it? Good for you. <laughs> More power. <laughs> yeah. So there are a few things we must know. Now, the first thing is, uh, while we say that words and labels have no essence, it has no essence to it, but there is uh, the conventional meaning that we all agree to attach to it.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah? So while well, it has no essence, whether it's names or labels, has no essence, yeah. But it has uh, conventional meaning attached. Mm. Yeah. So, to give you an illustration, let me see whether I I have written down the... uh, No. That's two, huh? Oh, this is the second page. Did I... Ah, yes. Mm. So remember the air and air, yeah. yeah. Can you remember? Yes. Yeah, this is in English air, and then in Indonesia Bahasa uh, air, which means water. Yeah. So um, if you are in Indonesia, then you want to have water, you must ask for aye. Yeah, and if you have to write it out, you have to write this. If you insist on writing, if you insist on writing water, uh, well, a lot of them do understand English. But if you encounter,s if you are in a village and you are lost, and the villager doesn't understand English, and you insist on, you know, writing water, yeah, then what, what will happen to you? You'll die of thirst, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, while words itself has no essence, it has conventional meaning that is attached to it, that is assigned to it. Mm, that's why it's called a label. Yeah. So meaningful usage of it it allows us to interact with people. Yeah. So in the case where let's say our boss uh, calls stupid, or calls what we have done stupid. Yeah. Our decisions or actions. That our boss said that was stupid. Yeah. Uh, what does that tell us? Uh, actually, it, it just tells us that our boss thinks that is stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the the trouble is, we don't just think about that. We think that we are also stupid. Yeah. You you see the difference between what our boss thinks versus what we are. It is like, for example, now if I were to um, uh, look at HK and say, uh, "You are a beautiful girl." Do you all see, see? Look at her, her, her long hair. <laughs> <laughs> His hair is shorter than mine today. <laughs> so, when I say that, um, and y'all can see that he is not right, yeah. So wh- what does that tell you? What does that tell you? Doesn't make sense. That what I said doesn't make sense, isn't it? Yeah. Um, does it change him? No. Does he suddenly have hair, long hair? Does, does he become a beautiful girl suddenly? It Doesn't, isn't it? Yeah. He's still as as male as manly as he gets, isn't it? Yeah. So. Uh, uh, but when when someone <laughs> comment on what we have done or decided, or just say that to our to our face, yeah, uh, you are stupid. Uh, that is very different. Yeah. Mm. I want you all to think about why. Can someone? Uh, I want you all to just think about it, and maybe you all can just share. Why? Yes. Uh Uh-huh.
3: Uh huh. Regardless of whether it's a he or she, they say you stupid. You won't get angry at all.
0: If it's someone that you like very much,
3: or uh, you love very much, then you won't get angry. Uh, at all and why? Because you like the person, and and you think that he, the he or she, might be uh, intention is telling you in the right way that you are really stupid. Uh. so we accept
0: that we are stupid
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah. so what if okay so you are saying that if it's from someone that we love or we care about uh, then we will accept it okay for you you will accept it I will accept how many of you will accept it if it comes from your loved one telling you that you are stupid how many of you no, it's, it's not a matter of, like, if more more of you vote yes, then it's <laughs> correct. Uh. Yeah, it's just to, to let you us... To yeah, just to share. Yeah, yeah, because the, 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 uh, a lot of things about Yogacara is about perception. Yeah, the whole teaching is about how our perception shapes our world, you know. Yeah, so this is one school that, um, uh, in many cases, we're not going to just stem down and say right, wrong yeah, mm, yes uh,
2: but sometimes it could be that uh, the
0: boss okay. My, maybe we should pass the mic around Yeah, or oh, you just speak let me see whether the mic can pick up
2: sometimes it could be the boss may not oh, quite be loud,
0: ok uh, your voice you can
2: stupid to say uh-huh. uh, it may be that he is saying that what this person did was stupid, uh-huh. but he just uh, say it out as a matter of habit without elaborating further. Uh-huh. And we interpret the meaning
0: differently. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm. In what cases will you be affected? If your boss say that you are stupid versus uh, that what you did was stupid? False say. Huh? If your boss say no, so both are said by your boss. If your boss say that you are stupid versus if your boss say that what you did was stupid, which which would you prefer? Of course, we can all agree that if your boss don't say that you are stupid in any way, that's the best, huh? So let's just get that out of the way first. Now the boss is going to say that you are stupid in some ways. Yeah. So uh, to say that you are stupid or after this class, all everybody <laughs> feels stupid. <laughs> so, whether the boss say that you are stupid or what you did was stupid, which is which do you prefer? You are stupid. Raise your hand. What you did was stupid. Uh, so most of us prefer if our boss just say that we did something stupid. Okay. So now, imagine you go to work. Yeah, you made some decision the day before and then your boss uh, called you in and said, why do you do that stupid thing? Mm. without any because now by itself huh, do, you, do you feel okay? Comparatively maybe more okay, but do you, do you feel okay? Mm. So what's the difference?
5: As a the Buddhist. so if behind Because it we it practice bullying, we cannot just say it's stupid and then we accept it. Ah, so if,
0: if, it's a Buddhist, uh, if it's not a Buddhist, then? <laughs>
5: if, if it's not a Buddhist, then we
1: cannot uh, you know,
0: comment. But as a
1: Buddhist, he says, I think... Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait,
0: mic. Like, how oh, you mic? You mean to say that if you are a Buddhist then you can oh don't pull me away that if you are a Buddhist then you can
5: because in other religion they are teaching I didn't know what is the perception that someone calling you as stupid they have their own teaching but for us how about free thinker free thinkers because everyone will have difference and we cannot comment on what they think we also cannot stand in and tell them that you are supposed to do this and this because okay. everybody have their own perceptions of the word stupid labor Okay. but for us I think we have to find out the truth why they say us stupid and then from there understand then we try to get the uh. dark clear off uh. because we know then people say you're stupid and then we practice then every time we accept it as a labor because we accept as a labor nothing then people say stupid uh, you accept it and it becomes uh, mm. you know, trouble
0: for us yes yeah, yeah so yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad someone brought this up. Huh? So if if your boss or anybody say that you are stupid, <coughs> there are two things here. Uh, just as we use the the labels water, fire for a certain purpose, but we know that water and fire doesn't uh, quench you or burn you. Uh, similarly, we when we learn this teaching. Um, we learn it so that we don't uh, we avoid burning ourselves with words drowning ourselves in emotions through words but we should also explore uh, what the person is trying to communicate and whether it's factual or not Uh, what's even more perhaps uh, important is that we should do this not just when people say that we are stupid, but even more when people say that we are very clever. <laughs> but usually if someone says that you are clever or what you did was clever, how many of you prefer if someone says that you are clever versus what you did was clever? <laughs> yeah, Who prefers someone to say that you are clever? Who prefers that you people just say that what you did was clever, but never say that you are clever? Lesser, hmm. Lesser huh? So you notice the difference? Uh, so this teaching is about uh, recognizing that we, we 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 have this difference. The fact that we have this difference that most more people prefer uh, the association with stupid in terms of. Uh, or rather having lesser association with being stupid yeah Uh, just just say that what I did was stupid okay but don't say that I am stupid Uh, but clever ah say that I am clever yeah if someone just say oh you did that oh that's so clever of you to have or that you did a very clever thing maybe in our mind we may start to think well it must be a clever person who have done it right (laughs) yeah and that is the problem, because of this mechanism, when someone say that you that was a stupid thing to do, there's a little voice inside us that may also think, well, you you, you think I'm stupid? Ah? <laughs> you know what I mean? So although it feels a, a little bit better than someone calling you in the face, you're stupid, we may still not feel so good. Yeah. Yeah. So how? Hmm. Huh?
4: Why is uh, uh only restricted to
0: this that, uh, Oh no no this. Oh no this is not restricted to to Buddhists. I'm, I'm just commenting
4: what uh. Oh. He, the, the yeah okay
0: I I, I try to explain for him what I understand from what he said. Uh he, I think he don't mean to say that uh, this is only applicable to Buddhists. What he was trying to say is that uh, because. Uh, for non-Buddhists, there may be different approaches to life. Yeah, so he can't comment on how non-Buddhists should or should not uh, respond. Yeah. So, but the way he expressed initially, I also thought, huh? You mean so non-Buddhists cannot? <laughs> uh, but that's not what he meant, lah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I just
4: want to emphasize that. Uh, uh-huh. Also, we don't need to question. If, if, we, uh, how to say, if we don't have to say question them what's the reason, why why
0: why why. Ah to right? Meaning if someone's if your boss say that um uh what you did what you the decision you made was a bad one. We don't have to know why your, your boss say that. Uh, if you we stick to this
4: topic about the way, way you mean a uh, we so uh-huh. Feel that the uh, it's more the attachment that we have uh. that we like like ourselves too mm. much. That whatever people say, we take it like, yeah, uh, talking about you. Yes. Maybe, yeah, talking about certain subjects, certain work.
0: Yes.
4: Certain items, certain event, yes. we don't. you are just part of it. So it may just talking about some scenario. Uh-huh. You know, or or. Is stupid because oh yeah, maybe he comment that his, his uh, judgment is stupid
0: also. Yeah. Uh, so how do you right. know? How uh, do you know so which is it? We I
4: or,
0: or, rather, or rather or rather or uh, rather, do you think it's fruitful to find out whether the statement was uh, was justified? Or or rather, uh, do you think there are implications? If our decisions was indeed uh, not so good, versus actually the judgment of our decisions was actually flawed by itself. I
4: think first step is to hold our reaction first. Ah. Uh, hold our reaction. I think
0: yeah, but after holding the reaction, or, or rather not so much holding, but resolving our our emotional response, then should we not do anything?
4: I think depends. It depends on the scenario.
0: Uh. If you say so, are there scenarios where, where
4: people are uh, purposely want to go go towards you? Uh-huh. I mean, uh, like, like, you know that they are attacking you,
1: uh-huh.
4: or uh, this scenario is that the, the boss to subordinate is just a command? Yeah. Or always like that command.
1: Uh-huh.
4: you don't always tell him why, why, why like that, so if you know that the consequence will be somehow or other, so just stay, stay quiet and just let the thing I mean, whichever event that evolve, I mean just part of the scenario that one time that's Okay. so I'm not sticking to this uh, the way this
0: only name and no essence. Ah, but you know you notice besides writing this I write eh, something else here do you do you see what, what, can you read this so
4: it's a conventional meaning yes ah. so,
0: uh, we so let, let me highlight lah. let me highlight so um, <coughs> for many Buddhists after we learn the Dharma there's a tendency towards Inaction. Not all, but there's a tendency towards inaction, and this is actually a misinterpretation of the teachings. Most Buddhists think that when there are when something happened, our only task at hand is to just don't respond. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you go and look at the Buddha's teaching on uh, on how when people make criticism or praise, yeah, how should we respond? The Buddha didn't, sit, didn't give a very straightforward don't respond. The Buddha's teaching was, first, don't react with anger. When people criticize you, don't react with anger. But listen to what is, has been said. You must know what has been said. <laughs> Similarly, if someone prays you, don't react with elation, or <laughs> but listen to what has been said. Then determine whether it's true or not in both cases. If a criticism has been said and it's true, then you should accept and uh, even uh, state that, yes, that is true. If it's not true, then you should clarify that it's not true. This, in state, is true. Similarly, even for praises. Yeah? If someone praise you something that is true, you should just state that, yes, that is true. If someone state something that is not true as a praise, you should clarify also. And that's why you can... Uh, don't, don't go and try. La. But sometimes some students will... will were, were praise monks or nuns uh, sometimes directed to sifu saying, wow, sifu, wow, you are so enlightened, what? no, 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 I you will see that immediately the response is, no, that is not true <laughs> yeah uh, so uh, so the, so here I want to ask you all something <clears throat> if uh, I think they have alarm system built in here. If an alarm, the fire alarm goes off, what do y'all do?
1: Run. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. How about the rest? If the fire alarm here, like now, five minutes later, sifu talking, then the fire alarm goes off. What do y'all do? Is
3: it a false alarm? Huh? Is it a false
0: alarm? Is it a false alarm? <laughs> uh, Is it a false alarm? I think even if it's a false alarm you have to run out (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, I am serious. Under fire fire safety, right? Whether it's a real alarm or false alarm, as long as the alarm goes off, you should evacuate as soon as you can. Yeah. You won't know it's a false alarm. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so you should evacuate. Because you wouldn't know exactly. Uh, but how about, I mean, how many of you would continue to stay and listen to Dharma class? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, Sufu. <simple>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Whether you follow me or not, I'm going to run. So, <laughs> run. Yeah. So, after that, what, what happens? Uh, given that there's a fire system here, so it will trigger the fire station. Yeah. Uh, in Singapore the police will also be triggered. So imagine the fire st- fire, uh, fire, staff, firefighters come, they set up everything, and then they try to put up the fire, uh, assuming that it's the real fire. Then what if the police were to come in and then try to stop the firefighters, Yeah, saying, stop, do not put out the fire first. We need to do investigation. We need to do an investigation now. Do you think that's the right order of things? No. What should be done first? Put out the fire first. Don't let it spread. <laughs> yeah, no matter how big or small, no matter how it started, we should put out the fire first. Then, what happened? Ah, then the police will do the forensic investigation. Yeah. And then they may discover that ah, there's foul play or no foul play. Was it uh, an electrical fire or was it whatever? Yeah. Similarly, uh, the Buddha's teaching is good for us to put out the fire, but it doesn't mean that that there's always never a reason to investigate what happened. Sometimes it may not be very fruitful, yeah. But sometimes it may be useful, yeah. Especially at work. Uh, in some cases, at work. Uh, if for example the the, the case that uh, KS mentioned where you, you know some colleagues are always very critical or very negative about things yeah, no matter what the person will always say something nasty then uh, if you are very sure about the person's temperament uh, that uh, doing further investigation doesn't help at all then that's responding with wisdom also it's a response sometimes to not Respond, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, the thing to highlight is that uh, it doesn't mean that we should always not respond. Uh, we need to examine the conditions. Yeah. Why is that important? Because <clears throat> in the event where another person who is not like that were to make a statement, hey, I think that was a very bad call. Yeah. Uh, the person may have some reasonings. Yeah, and finding out the reasonings behind that statement can be useful for our own personal growth, be it uh, professional work, or personal character, or even our spiritual progress. Yeah. So, um, uh, so there's <coughs> these two parts. You know? So, <laughs> step one, keep calm. <laughs> Step two, listen mindfully. And then step three, clarify if needed. The Dharma comes in we can say that the Dhamma comes in even before step one, for us to keep calm. Yeah, if we can always do frequently do this reflection that names and labels have no essence. Yeah, and then we can keep calm when someone says something quite nasty to us. Yeah, be it through email or in person. Yeah. Put out the fire first, then investigate if needed. So I want to just uh, elaborate a bit more about this. Why put out the fire first? In the real life example, if the policemen were to come in to do investigation while the fire is raging. (laughs) <laughs> they will burn themselves. Uh. So, in terms of the the analogy that we are using it for, similarly, if your internal fire is burning and you try to go and investigate anything, what happens? You will curate more problem, both for yourself and others. Yeah, and and oftentimes, uh, our our perceptions will be clouded. Yeah, uh, we may not be ready to, to see what's really happening. So putting out the fire first, uh, then you can consider the situation again. Uh, after putting out the fire, you may find that there's no need to do further the investigation. Yeah? Uh, as KS suggested in one of the examples. But you may find that, hey, there's a need for um, to, to find out more. Yeah? But now with the mind calm, when you when you approach, uh, the choice of words will be very different. Yeah, it will not start another fire. Oh. So, um, keep this in mind, and then uh, we'll come back to the the text. So here, there are, I'm going to just highlight the first five first. Uh, the first five are Eye Consciousness, Ear Consciousness, Nose Consciousness, Tongue Consciousness, and Body Consciousness. Yeah, The first five, including number six, are named after the sense base. Yeah? Are named after the sense base. So, Eye Consciousness arises due to which sense base? Eye Sense Base. Year yeah, consciousness, year sense space, yeah, and so on. So it says here yin yeah dependent on the I sense space. Uh e tzi yuan so uh so dependent on dependent on the uh, on the eye as a sense sense base, then it's able to what? It's able to have uh, something, have something as its uh, focus or attention. Uh, and what is it? Su mm. So the is uh Qing by yeah, Qinghuangci bai it refers to a color schema yeah that was common in the Buddha's time yeah Qinghuangci bai so Sorry, one more line. Uh, sorry. Huang uh, I think it's like that. Si uh. Bai. So, what is the color? Qing. How many of you think that is green? Uh, the fact that I asked you this question, nobody there to say yes. Huh? <laughs> how about Bai? How many of you think it's white? Oh, really? Uh, no? <laughs> huh? Pai, of course, is white. Uh. <laughs> so, Qing is actually not green. Yeah. Yeah, Qing is actually not. Uh, how about Liu? Uh, Liu is actually green. Yeah. Yeah, Qing is actually uh, turquoise or cyan. Yeah, turquoise or cyan. I'm going to just put cyan here. Yeah, Huang. Huang is Huang. Uh. Huang is yellow. yellow. Chi. Uh, jing zhu zhe chi. Uh, This is yeah. This is red. And then is white. Yeah, so in one of the... Uh, Translation meeting I had with a Dharma brother, we came across this four term. I mean, this is a common terms, term that it, you can find inside the, the teachings uh, in various sutras and uh, commentary. So we we're looking at these few colors and we we're like, how come there's only four colors? So we, we, we came out with a clever, but don't know whether it's correct uh, explanation. Uh, are you all familiar with CMYK? No. Uh, CMYK is the, in the printing industry. They use this for to 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 describe all colors. Yeah. So the order is slightly different. Is C is cyan, uh, M is actually magenta, not red. Yeah. Magenta. Magenta is like a cross between red and blue. Yeah. Then Y is yellow, K is the uh, black darkness intensity. Yeah. Uh, so, so we were thinking, hmm, is it possible that the ancient Indians uh, around the Buddha's time uh, they had this similar concept of CMYK? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. So, uh, the thing is, based on based on the eye. Uh, the eye, based on the eye, uh, the mind or the heart is able to uh, pay f- attention to something. What are the something? The visible aspect of material things. Yeah? In other words, colors. So as far as the eye consciousness is concerned, mm, what, what is it? The ability to be aware yeah, of these four colors. Yeah, but one should not think it, we, our eyes can only see four colors ah. uh, so uh, yeah. so dependent on this uh, eye sense base then the mind is able to uh, become to pay attention then together with the sense object in other words the color aspect then there arise uh, awareness yeah, uh, bear awareness of uh, these colors. <coughs> uh, we have done the previously we have done the experiment of looking at the cross and then writing something. Uh, so that actually illustrates it already.
1: Yeah?
0: So 原所以跟立明掩飾 yeah, So uh, the name 掩飾 i-consciousness is given dependent on the sense base, in this case eye. Uh, so I eye con eyes sense base then give rise to eye consciousness. And eye consciousness is only able to uh, to be aware of visible colors. Yeah. Uh, just be able to be aware. Year consciousness. Uh, shi, uh, ear consciousness it uh, so this uh, this here yeah uh, I have explained it, uh, week, uh, yeah. Yeah, I explained it last week yeah I explained it last week and that is basically just a form of awareness 好。Uh, so when the ear come into contact with sound, then it gives rise to ear consciousness. Yeah? Uh, what does ear consciousness do? It can, it is uh, aware of sound. Yeah, aware of sound. So a further illustration for ear consciousness is when you are in the food court and there are a lot of people talking. Yeah, uh, and you are having lunch with your friend. Yeah, or your family members, somebody, yeah, or maybe work. Uh, when you when the person who is sitting in front of you talks to you, um, you can assuming that, you know, the, the place is not so noisy, and you can still hear your your friend's voice. Then, as you pay attention to what he's saying, uh, are you aware that there are other people talking? Aware doesn't mean that you can you know what they are talking. Huh? if you know what they are talking, you are probably not aware what your friend is talking about. Yeah? Uh, but sometimes it happens, isn't it? Uh, when you are talking to your friend over lunch or, or tea, then your friend is listening to other people, huh? uh, not listening to you. Yeah, uh, sometimes your friend may may respond, mm-hmm, uh huh, mm-hmm, uh huh, but actually not re- not really listening. Yeah. Huh? Uh, so, what happened? The ear consciousness is uh, there's that awareness of sound, yeah. Uh, but if the mind is preoccupied, whether it with somebody else's speech or whatever is happening at work, at home, yesterday, tomorrow, tonight, uh, then what happened? The mind doesn't interpret what you are saying. And if the mind stop interpreting what we are saying, then all they hear is one <laughs> yeah but out of courtesy our friend will continue uh uh-huh, mm mm-hmm, uh huh mm-hmm, mm-hmm yeah oh okay Ah. Uh, I see <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now th- this has some implication. Uh, in our day to day interaction with friends or family uh, we do want to pay attention to what they say. yeah, Isn't it? Uh, but sometimes we may be uh, preoccupied because there are things that is at the back of our mind. Yeah, uh, This is why in some of the some of the centers they actually introduce mindfulness as a way to help people communicate better. Yeah? Now this is in a way like a side effect uh, of mindfulness. Yeah. Because if you can learn to bring your mind back to the present moment and really pay attention. Mm. Mindfulness, we tend to just think about mindfulness as uh, uh, being mindful. Yeah. But it has this other uh, aspect <coughs> about it, which is to pay attention yeah, to something. To pay attention to it. And collect our mind onto it, yeah. And that's why in the Noble Eightfold Path, it is a precursor to right concentration. Yeah, after right effort, right mind- mindfulness. Then after right mindfulness, right concentration. Yeah. Uh, but the Noble Eightfold Path, before you <coughs> attain enlightenment, before you attain Jhana, uh, has this. I call it a side effect. Yeah. If you use it day in and day out then it helps you to pay attention to what people are saying Yeah, I shared this with some students uh, literally students they are primary school or secondary school yeah, some undergrads and I shared with them um, it's as simple as that if you pay attention in class you don't have to study so much after class it's your choice Yeah, some parents bring their kids to see me for counselling you know uh, say that oh my son or daughter you know the want to study sufu can you talk to them so when sometimes these parents get a shock in the first session because I will talk to the kid and then I will tell the kid that their parents ask me to talk to you <laughs> your pa- your mom asked me to talk to you to tell to ab- try to advise you to study and the mother is so embarrassed huh? <laughs> yeah. I will usually just, you know, set the stage, say everything. Then will tell. Sometimes I will even tell them, uh, I don't agree. <laughs> yeah, why do I not agree about to them studying or studying harder? Yeah, because I think nowadays kids study very hard. Huh? Huh? is it true? True. Huh? Uh, even in primary school or secondary school, I heard that. Primary school kids have tuition. Tuition. Nowadays very very atasa ah. The word last time we used to say call it tuition. Then now must say tuition.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So P one kids. Have you all heard P one kids having tuition? Yeah. It's a, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So uh, oftentimes when parents bring me in, they either love me or hate me. Yeah, because I often don't encourage th- them to study so much. Yeah, I, I tell them, studying is not like going... not like a supermarket, you know. Uh, you study one... you, 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 you do one assignment, T, okay, 10 points. T, 20 points. Studying is not like that. Yeah. It is whether when you do one assignment, you understand what that assignment is trying to teach you. Similarly... Attending Dharma class is the same, you know. <laughs> Doesn't mean, wow, oh, you got Dharma class attend, dad got Dharma class attend. Yeah, but how much you understand from each each session? Uh. Uh, but of course, um, exposure is helpful also. Yeah, uh, Chinese we call it su uh, Yeah, uh, as you read more, listen more, then you it becomes more familiar. It sinks in. Yeah? So that's helpful also. Yeah? But if you can have that, if you can have that understanding, then you find that wow, it s- sticks to you, you know. Yeah, you don't have to wow, p- purposely get memorized. No? So um, back to this, the is, <coughs> <coughs> knows consciousness. Yeah, the same for similar to the previous one. The only distinction is uh, the 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 object itself. Yeah. Uh, the object which uh, the nose come into contact with is different from the eye, different from the ear. Yeah, uh, can you can you see with your nose? No, cannot. no nah? uh, most of us cannot. Yeah, I saw some documentaries. Don't know how true it is. Yeah, some people uh, uh, they claim that they can see without their eyes. They just put it in the forehead. Ah, uh, okay, I can read. Okay, here, something. Okay, oh yes, it's something. Huh? <laughs> so, the Buddha's teaching is for most people. Uh, most people cannot do that. <laughs> so, 鼻视一子鼻根原相成为敬而生其了别 <laughs> so, Dependent on the nose uh, sense base, yeah, no sense base. Uh, then yuan xiang chen wei jing. So you notice this word chen, yeah. So this chen uh, literally dust, yeah, re- literally dust. Um, in the in the uh, teachings, uh, it is to describe um, in a way. Small particles uh, are the very essence of things. Yeah. So smell, uh, the essence of smell. Yeah. And then when it comes into contact with your nose, then what happens? The uh, there's an awareness of it. You call that awareness uh, nose consciousness. Yeah. Nose consciousness. Uh, Some of the some of the senses. Uh, in a way, our eyes—if you look down, you cannot see what is in front. Our ears—you uh, can hear what is in front better than behind. Yeah, it's slightly better. Yeah, that's how you know our ears. We have this the the physical thing outside, uh, the ear look Yeah, this ear thing. Uh, <laughs> all of us have, right? Yeah, so because of this, this so sound that is behind uh, is slightly softer than in front. Yeah. So those of you who, who study sound engineering, you'll know that because of that difference, our brain is able to tell the spatial location, including even vertical. Yeah. But each of us vary a little uh, in terms of this ability. But how about smell? Yeah, smell. Mm. Smell. Most of us we can smell within a certain vicinity. Yeah. Uh, also dependent on that thing itself. Yeah. Whether that that scent can travel very far. Yeah. As long as there's air that you can breathe and you can carry that scent, uh, you can smell it. Yeah. Uh, but eyes, uh, it can be occluded. Uh, smell. Mm, can be mask also, yeah. That's why there's the perfume industry. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, how about the next one? 舌事， mm, our tongue, yeah. 依止舌根缘未曾为尽，而生起了别，随所依根立名舌事。Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here, uh. For the tongue you need to directly touch the item. Mm. No? Directly touch the item. Uh, so the the there's a difference in how the how the different senses interact with this world. Yeah? Uh, but as long as you touch it, then what happens? <coughs> there is awareness that c- can arise, yeah, then as it arises, uh, we call that uh the tongue consciousness uh, tongue consciousness so eye consciousness the function of eye consciousness we call it seeing yeah ear consciousness hearing nose consciousness smelling tongue consciousness tasting um, how about body waiting 随所义跟立明 So you will notice that these five are all similar the only difference is the object yeah. So here, touch yeah. So this, this term itself should not be confused with uh, with another term inside the Buddhist teaching which is also contact So yeah. So, let me see, where should I write this? Ah, okay. So, we have sense base, then sense object. So this is Gan Yuan Singh. So Gan Yuan Singh Senshit. So you have sense consciousness. the three coming together is called contact. (coughs) San He He Ming Wei Chu And this is this is applicable to all six different sense, base objects and consciousness. So whether it's eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, or the mind, uh, this is the same. Gen san he Chu. So just now, when we learn about the body, uh, uh, body sense base with uh, contact, yeah, with touch. Yeah, we call it touch. Yeah, but the Chinese word is also the same. Huh? The Chinese word is "chu." Uh, so it's the same "chu," but it's referring to two different things. Uh, this "chu" is when the when the when the tree come together. Yeah. Whereas the other one is basically um, the bodily contact.
1: Uh,
0: okay. You know, sometimes in movie, in the movies, then especially those Shaolin movies or uh, those 金庸无侠小数, uh, then uh, the monk come out and then say, uh, 阿弥陀佛,这里是清净之地, uh, uh, 平生四大几空,六根清净, or oh, something. Uh. Then next thing you know, wow he fight fiercer than others. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, those those phrases that they say actually has basis in the scriptures. Yeah, Qingyong borrow a lot of terms from the Buddhist scriptures and teachings. Yeah, uh, But oftentimes, it's just a catchphrase. Uh. Yeah, so, when they say, Liu uh, Gen Qing Jing, it's referring to this one uh sorry 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 uh, the liu gen qing jing refers to eyes, nose, tongue, body and the mind yeah I remember last time when I uh, when I went for novice retreat then I went back to work after that after the retreat uh, then uh, because I, I shaved my head or uh, uh, my hair so when I went back, there's no hiding of, of the fact that I went for a novice retreat. So my colleagues were like, "What? What happened to you? come no, no hair?" <laughs> so I explained to them, and interestingly enough, some of them then came to me and say, "Huh, you're Buddhist huh? I didn't know that you're Buddhist. I also Buddhist huh? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, usually in the corporate world, uh, Buddhists tend to be closeted huh? Yeah, close up. Don't don't tell people. Don't you know?" Uh, then occasionally, suddenly you go to some temple or center. and eh, you also you also come here. Uh, then you know that uh, that person is a Buddhist. Yeah. Uh, but from my own experience, uh, I did I don't encounter any problem. Yeah. Uh, many many of us were brought up with this uh, stigma that at a, in the corporate world, don't tell people about your religion. Yeah. Later you get mocked uh, uh, you tell people you are Buddhist, then later, uh, forever, Hanakaki cannot get promoted. Uh, but um, I think these statements uh, reflect a few things. Uh. One, we are not confident about ourselves. Two, we are not confident about our boss. Yeah, Why? If you bring enough value to the table, I think your boss will not care about what is your religion unless. Drink meeting, you start to na me to then you you do it to yourself, okay? <laughs> yeah. Then uh, the next thing is have some confidence in your boss. Yeah, I think m- most bosses are professional enough not to let religion, you know, um, like decide uh, who should get promoted. Yeah. Uh, so I feel that that stigma has these two implications. But the story is about how after that, one of my colleagues come to me and tell me that, oh, he's also a Buddhist. Then he asked me, wow, monk, monkhood uh, retreat. Uh. Wow, so now Liu Gen Ching Ching already. Uh. <laughs> uh, so when he said that, I was like, oh, so you, you also know about the Liu Gen? Then he's like, ah. Huh? Then I was like, do, do you do you know about the gen-? <laughs> Because during the retreat, my teacher goes into quite a lot of details on the teachings, and then he he explained, you know, about守护根本, yeah, guarding the six senses, yeah. Then then my colleagues said, like, I uh, don't know, don't know. <laughs> yeah. So these are terms that we hear a lot from movies, yeah, uh, but we don't know. So next time when someone asks you, "Hey, Buddhism does this term '六根清净' what does it mean?" Ah, uh, it's talking about eyes, nose, tongue, body, and mind. But what does it mean by "六根清净"? <coughs> so, um, so far we only touched on the first five. Mm, but if you look at the first five, you not notice something very interesting. Uh, let's do a thought experiment. Yeah, some of you who attended previous classes, uh hard to draw or something, sometimes when I have time I may go through this with you all. So do an a thought experiment. Um, where are you now? Where are we now?
3: Buddhist library.
0: Where are we now? Besides Billing? <laughs> um, Billing is in Buddhist library. How about the rest? Where are you all now? Oh Long Twenty Four. Mm-hmm. Okay okay, let's just go ahead with the thought experiment now. We are in Buddhist library. So how do you know that you are not in uh, center point? Hey, is that is that still center point? Uh? Yes. There is uh, okay. I belong to that era. When we think about something that is very exciting it's center point. <laughs> yeah, in in those days center point is the you know the exciting place. Uh, not that I go often. <laughs> I'm not very excited. <laughs> Actually, my time is Suntec. Uh. Suntec was my era. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, are you all familiar with Suntec? Okay, so how do you know that you're not in Suntec right now? Buddha in front. Buddha in front. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah, so, now if I were to... If Sifu were to snap my finger, and when I snap my finger, I am able to disable your your eyes temporarily. Okay. And how do you know that you are not in SunTech? Sound. Yeah. sound, yeah, sound. In SunTech, you will probably have some background music, isn't it? And then there is um, the different um, atmosphere. Yeah, not so quiet. Yeah, not so quiet. Mm, so if I were to snap my finger now and further disable our sense of hearing yeah, disable the ear temporarily so how do you know that you are not in Sun Tech? famous Amos famous Amos
2: I can smell it, can smell it. <laughs> that's in tower 3 or 4 I right and,
0: uh, I think second floor think. Uh, uh, like so if you are in, in tower uh, tower 1 you cannot smell also right so how do you know that you are not already in Santec City? Okay, like assuming that you are, we are talking about the, you all know the famous Amos there right? Yeah. So how do you know that you are not there? Because over there you can smell it. So now if Sifu further switch off the sense of smell. Cannot see, cannot hear, cannot smell. <laughs> huh? bodily feeling. Now you are sitting on a chair. You mean in Sun Tech there is no chair? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Ah, you know that you walk in here. Uh, mm. So based on your knowledge, okay. now I switch off your mind. How do you know that you are not in contact? You don't know, huh? What if now? What, what is the only senses left? Taste. Um, taste. Huh? Taste and. Taste. And,
2: feel.
0: and touch. Yeah. Mm. Try to imagine. Now you can you cannot recollect because I switch off your mind, but somehow you can still taste and feel physically yeah how do you know that you are not in Sun Tank Sun Sun Tank Coda? Yeah. Oh, oh, who is that <laughs>
1: no,
0: you cannot hear one, right? <laughs> oh yeah you all cannot hear I can hear <laughs> yeah so now I switch off the sense of touch bodily sensations is gone just left your tongue How do you know that you're not in Suntech? You don't know, isn't it? Because I could also buy famous Amos... Famous Amos is famous or what? Cookies. cookies, cookies. Huh? Okay. So I can buy the cookies and then give it to you all. You all may then... Would you all conclude that you're in Suntech? Why not? Everywhere is <laughs> famous Everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, so you you wouldn't know as a result so if I were to now switch off the last sense base your sense of taste do you know where you are? you cannot even think about where you are let's switch back on your mind so the first 5 senses are switched off and you still have your mind where do you think you are? can't tell, isn't it? Yeah. But based on past memory, like imagine now this really happened, okay? Okay. Somehow I'm talking to your mind directly, okay? You're not using your ears. <laughs> so you hear in your mind this voice, yeah, this disembodied this voice. Yeah. You cannot even hear that it's from f- the front or the back. It's just some voice.
1: Yeah.
0: And at this point in time you wouldn't know where you are accept the recollection that just a few minutes ago you were in Buddhist library attending this class and if I were to then again switch off the mind what happened? you don't even know whether this works. Is you wouldn't have the capacity to even think does this work? exist isn't it? you wouldn't be able to think or decide whether you are in Buddhist library or anywhere. Yeah? In one of the Sutta, Sambha Sutta, uh, the Buddha answered a question. The question was, the all, the all. What is the all? People have said, the all, the all. But what is the all? Yeah. This person asked the Buddha, And the Buddha replied, beyond the eye, ears, nose, tongue, body, and the mind, and its corresponding form, smell, form, sound, smell, taste, touch, and mental objects, if someone tries to uh, assert or identify something else and call it the all, that cannot be done. all refers to all things what we have the thought experiment we just gone through uh, is an illustration of that sutta that if we were to systematically somehow be able to switch off all the corresponding senses and even if we leave the last sense yeah, the number 6 sense space you'll find that the, the world disappears from you yeah. Have you all experienced this before? Yes. Mm. Those who say yes, don't answer. Uh, if you have heard me give the answer before in other classes, uh, don't answer first. <laughs> How about the rest?
2: I, I had an operation last year. So <laughs> he gave me an injection and totally knocked me out. Totally knocked you not, out. Huh? Just go. First the hearing cannot hear well, uh. and the eye cannot open, and of course the already not there, right? Uh-huh. And smell also gone. It's really left only the conscious step. I can still sense doctors moving around, and even that was so-called. Uh, then after don't know how many hours, which I didn't even know, they told me it's eight hours. Wow. The first thing that woken me up was the nurse calling me. So the ears, the, the, the ear consciousness was uh, the first one. So the nurse was, Mr. God, Mr. God, wake up, wake up, wake up. Then, oh, oh, I wake up. Uh,
0: Before
2: that, I didn't wake up
0: yet. I see. Yeah.
2: So, so, in a way, what you described, actually, I experienced it.
0: Mm. How about Aye, the rest? Me but you wake up, huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you didn't wake up then I, j-
2: I wouldn't yeah <laughs>
0: then the fact that you are sitting here mm. <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm glad you wake up. Thank you very much. Yes what about person in coma? Ah a uh, person in coma. There are uh <coughs> I'm not an expert in coma, but from what I've read so far, uh, there are diff- apparently there are sort of different levels of coma. There are some where um, the whole brain is, is without activity except the stem brain. Then there are those where there's still some residual activity on and off, but somehow the, it doesn't uh, come into consciousness. Yeah, so there are some some uh, articles about those who have experienced coma, and they say that they can actually some of them, not all uh, some of them can actually hear people when they come and visit them. Yeah, so some parts of the brain may still be functioning. Yeah, yeah. So uh, coma is a a general term, uh, but there are different degrees. Uh. Yeah. Uh, actually, as Billing probably was going to. Uh, reply. Uh, I've mentioned in other classes. We actually experience this every single night. When we don't have any dreams, yeah. When we have a good sleep without any dreams, then we experience the stopping of all the sense, the first five senses, including number six. So in Buddhism, uh, what it, what are dreams? dreams are basically the mind being active while we are asleep yeah
4: if all the senses would be shut down Uh how could you experience it We don't
0: experience it Uh, exactly that's why uh, when we have a proper good night sleep it feels like we just sleep and then instantly wake up yeah often times we actually dream often times we dream but it's just that uh, prior to waking up, then we go into a non-sleep mode, a non-dream mode, and then we forget about the dream. Yeah, but uh, the process while we are dreaming, we experience time also. Yeah. When, if I can draw it out, now, then it may become clearer. Imagine if this is the timeline, and. <coughs> Uh, if any of the senses is active, uh, well, if you are, if you are sleeping, the first five is definitely off. Uh, once you go into proper sleep, the first five consciousness are all shut off. Only the mind. So let's say you st- we, we are awake and then you fall asleep. Then maybe at some point in time there are some dreams, you know, some dreams. Then okay, no more. Then suddenly you dream about attending dharma class or <laughs> something. <laughs> then you dream about attending Sifu's class. What oh, happy, <coughs> or something? Okay. Then after that, no, no dream, no dream. Then finally, wake up in the morning. Okay. So, um, what happened here? This is what we call uh, dreamless state. Ah. So, um, when when there's no dream at all, we are basically unaware of what is happening here. So. Uh, in terms of our perception of time we don't perceive any time change at all yeah. we don't perceive any time change at all yeah. so um, if we can add this up together then uh, this actually doesn't account for any time let me use I don't know whether this is can you all see the black colour? Uh, so this part doesn't account for anything. Yeah. The trouble is, by the time we wake up, right? Uh, usually, for, for many people, they may say that they don't dream dream at all. But oftentimes, is that by the time they wake up, they have forgotten about the dreams already. Yeah. For for many people. Yeah. Some of us can remember the dreams. Some of us cannot. Mm. Oh. So six sense basis Liu also known as Liu gunman Liuman why Door, yeah. six sense doors why is it called a door? And yeah, the Buddha used the term door to describe how um, it is through the senses that the world enter into our mind. Yeah. Through the through this uh, senses that the world enter into our mind. Uh, it's also called gun because it is through these six senses that um, the world arise in our mind. Yeah, can, oh, can grow things. Yeah, So whatever we see then appear in our mind and come out.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, recently I saw a video. Uh, a very short clip. Uh, it's not a Buddhist uh, video. Uh, I don't know what religion is that but he looks like a religious person. Indian. So it could be a Swami or could be some religious person from India. Uh, he was actually talking about something similar to what we we talk about in Yuchara yeah uh, and he made a very interesting point I thought I wanted to share with you all. Uh, and it is that um, <clears throat> and this this interesting point is also found inside our teachings. So um, can you all see me outside here? Yeah. Uh, in the yogachara school. Um, you don't actually see what is outside here. We, You never see what is outside here. Let me first tell you how he, he said it. Uh, because he said without all the technical definition. Yeah. So he, he used modern science. He says, How do you see me? Light hits me, enter your eye. Then it appears as an inverted image. Then the brain flip it around and then you know we see what the brain uh, uh, come up with so what are you seeing? you're seeing the inverted image that is being combined together by the brain isn't it? you never really see the thing outside it is a projection of what is outside understand? yeah in the Yoga school, um, it it goes one step further and say, whatever you see um, inside you uh, is 示意显现,嗯。Is it this So let me explain the English one. Now. So 示 uh, is a like, i uh, I'm going to just use the word uh, meaning first, or essence. Appearance. So what is Cin It is referring to how whatever we experience in our mind um, is an appearance. When we say appearance, it includes sound and everything, okay? And arising. Uh, uh that is similar to what is outside. This E here, essence, is referring to what is outside. Uh, yeah, can. So for example, what do you see here? Mark. This is a mug, yeah, because it has a year, so you call it mug. Yeah, I, I I checked the definition. <laughs> yeah. In, in Singapore you, you just say glass, like cup, everything ah. Uh, but apparently there are certain strict definition on the terms. So with a year I have to be called a mark. Yeah. Uh, but it's okay la call it glass cup. Anything also can, no problem. Yeah. After all this th- this teaching is about we o me uh we so when we when you see this, uh, there is really a cup outside. There's a physical thing outside, uh, and then all of us agreed. Uh, actually, just now we didn't agree. Uh. yeah. So what what do you want to call this? Uh, I'm okay if you call it X. Yeah. Let us let's, let's do an experiment. Okay. This is called X. Yeah. So, and um and this is called Y. Okay. Yeah. So. What is this? Cover.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, this is uh, X cover. Okay? And this is Y. Mm. What is this? Y. Yeah, Yeah? Uh, so, uh, this is just a name. So, there's something physical outside called X and Y. Then, uh, what you see inside in Yogacara school is. Whatever you see inside is similar to what is outside. It is not that is it is not that whatever you see inside is totally different from what is outside. It is similar, yeah, alike. S e yeah similar to what is outside. Why? Because it depends on what is outside also. Uh, so it's not totally disconnected. However, it's not the same thing outside. Mm. Yes. So for you see the
3: do you our perception?
0: not yet. Mm. This, at this stage is not even perception yet. Yeah. 虚易显现 is not even perception yet. Yeah. Perception is after we add in 虚妄分别. Yeah. Add in 虚妄分别. so is is the fact that whatever you see through the senses is just similar to what is outside. It's not what is outside. Because if you think about it, there are how many human beings here? I don't know, 40, 30, 40 of you? How can 30 or 40 of you appear in my head? <laughs> yeah. How How is it possible that 30, 40 of you is inside my head? So definitely what I see... <laughs> it's just uh, it's similar to what is outside but it's not the same thing as what is outside yeah? otherwise the moment you see fire whoa, your, your head get on fire <laughs> yeah. so uh, before we even bring in the perception part mm, yeah, Yuga Chha's school says whatever we experience whether it's through our eyes, ears, nose tongue, body uh, let's look at the first five first, okay? Uh, it's just similar to what is outside, but it's not the real thing also. But because we have always been experiencing this, the world in this way, we think that what we are experiencing is the real thing outside. And then we think that that, that is correct. Uh, so in yogacara school, the, the delusion this is part of the delusion the delusion that we really see what is outside then on top of this we have 虚妄分别 So false dis- diluted discrimination. Yeah. We discriminate what we see as real. Mm. So this is the major part. So in Yogacara school, uh, this is identified this process is identified as the root of our deluded existence. We keep thinking that w- when we open our eyes, you see, you you really see the, the truth, reality. Yeah. Now in this commentary, it doesn't go into the specifics of so what. Yeah. This commentary only identify, uh, break down the whole world into hundred different items. It's just clarifying all the different terms. Yeah. So here and there, uh, as before, I'll bring in some of the teachings from. The other commentaries, yeah, which is also part of this school. Yeah, so uh, so far so good. Mm. So where is this false, deluded discrimination from? Uh, it is from the mind. So. 意识,the the mind consciousness. Eichan Egansi T So uh, this is the brief explanation. Yeah. So what is this uh, mind consciousness? so dependent on the mind sense base yeah dependent on the mind sense base then here it explains what is mind sense base mm. so the word mana is basically the mind yeah, yeah mana is basically the the thinking mind, mm, the thinking mind. Actually, thinking mind is an oxymoron, uh. or rather, no, not oxymoron. Uh, thinking mind is not oxymoron. It's a, it's a redundant adjective, uh, because mind is always thinking, yeah. Uh, but so, um, because in Buddhism, mind is all-encompassing. <laughs> uh, so we, we just highlight. I just highlight here. Okay, uh, this is referring to uh, the thinking aspect. Oh. So, what does it do? So, number six, consciousness is very special. Eyes can only uh, pay attention to visible objects, visible color and so on. Ears to sound, nose to smell, yeah, and so on. Uh, the first five senses can only come into contact with the five corresponding sense objects. But the mind is special. Mind is the boss. The mind can uh, go to other department and go and look see look see. Hello hello. Uh, like our at at work, uh, we are in charge of logistic. We can only deal with logistic. Yeah. Uh, you go and keep people or marketing. Then the marketing head will come and catch you. <laughs> yeah. But the boss, uh, boss can go to any department. Yeah. Look see look see here. Look see, look see there. Okay. So. Um, Here, it only highlights, first of all, that it is also able to be aware there. Uh, But mind is not just about being aware. Beyond being aware of what is happening there, then the mind can decide, okay, what else it wants to do. Okay? Similar to the previous uh, first 5. So, because... The basis is mind sense base, So, the name is mind-consciousness. Mm. So, mind-consciousness uh, also is also able to be aware, uh, but uh, we usually talk about mind-consciousness in terms of the, sec- the, the other function, which is to discriminate, to discern, to uh, distinguish. Uh, what is this? What is this? To label. Yeah. And so on. Okay. Any question? Yes. Is the mind the same as the brain? Uh, so uh, in Buddhism, um, there are some schools of school of thoughts that identify the brain as the mind sense base. And some schools do that, but some schools uh, don't say that the mind, the brain itself, is the mind. Yeah, so there are differing views on that uh. Uh, if you look at the uh, earlier schools or uh, uh, the classical teachings uh, no mention about brain uh, interestingly no mention about brain yeah. uh, even in the Buddha's time when he talked about the uh, 36 different parts uh, earlier texts actually no mention about brain yeah. So Indians, uh, I remember reading some places that the Indians, uh, they consider whatever we call brain today as just part of the, the bodily fluid. Yeah. So different perspective, uh, <laughs> different perspective. Our modern idea of the brain actually took a while to evolve also, yeah, our understanding. So, mm, there are implications. There are implications. If the mind is the brain, uh, or if the mind is not the brain. So, we can see from um, modern encounters where if a person has head trauma, sometimes the person may experience short term uh, amnesia. Yeah? Uh, blunt force to the head, wake up, eh? cannot remember the past how many hours yeah uh, so there's some link between the brain and uh, what we call the mind uh, however if scientists scientists still cannot pin down okay what exactly is consciousness mm. uh, several years back there was a buddhism and science conference uh, i was invited to speak uh, in one of the track and then uh, we we invited neuroscientists, researchers uh, from all over the world th- those experts in this field to come and share so, you know, occasionally on, uh, on the internet you see reports about uh, studies with the uh, Dalai Lama with some of the Tibetan monks they do brain scan, yeah, fMRI and so on, yeah, these are the researchers, the actual ones who did those research so they share, share all their findings, uh, but this is what they also told us, they said, if despite all these findings, if you now ask us, ask us what consciousness is, they say, we can only describe what consciousness do, or the function of it, but we don't know, in essence, what is it? Is it the brain itself that is consciousness? Is it the electrical impulses that is consciousness? Uh, we we cannot they cannot tell, yeah. So uh, if we look at science, this is the current state. Uh, but the good thing about science is this is not the uh, the end of the story, huh? Yeah. With new discovery, then they will share more. Yeah. But in Buddhism, we refer to the mind as the immaterial part, and that's why for some schools uh, they insist that no. It's not the, it's not the physical brain.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Any other questions?
2: Um, Yes. Does the mind always need inputs from the first five? Uh,
0: When the first five, uh, the later paragraph actually has some things about this. So, um, when the first five. Uh, consciousness is active that means we are interacting with this this world uh, then quite naturally our sixth consciousness, our mind consciousness uh, or our mind then have, have things to do uh. but even in the absence of uh, this first five mm, or rather even if this first five is active um, the mind, our mind we may choose to ignore the first five, but instead uh, focus on itself. So take for example, sometimes we are deep in thoughts. Yeah? So when we are deep in thoughts, does it mean that the whole world disappears? No, the whole world is still there and it's not as though we go into a coma or fall asleep. Uh, even when we, our eyes are open in a train yeah, or even in a traffic light, Then we are deep in thoughts. You know, sometimes some people at the traffic light, then the light turns green and they are still there for a while. Sometimes it's because they check their handphone. (laughs) Sometimes it's because they are deep in thoughts. So in that split second, when the mind is so deep in their thoughts, even if they are looking up, uh, they are not aware that it has turned green. So the mind can um, become active even without... Caring about the first five, mm-hmm. yeah, and and this is something that you can actually observe and experience yourself, and you probably have experienced many of these examples already. Yeah. Mm. Uh, any other? Yes. Uh, one, two, three. So maybe you can go first, then you, then behind.
2: Uh, from what I saw from the commentary, uh, it yes. looks a lot. Uh-huh. Liancing. Liancing, so is there a relationship
0: between yogachara school and ah uh, so uh, a good part of what we have covered so far is actually covered not uh in yin jing and also in other uh, sutras yeah for example um, uh, where is it for example this ganjing shi uh, this is found inside the Pali Canon. Yeah? Uh, so, Len Yan itself, it actually covers a lot of different teachings. uh Yan uh, can it be considered Wei uh, Sometimes the sutras itself, uh, uh, when it was first taught, it may not have any uh, it probably don't have that kind of segregation or this is Yuga Chara or this is zhongguan, yeah, Guan because uh, these schools came later uh, oh. uh, is there any particular aspect of learning uh, thing that you find it's like the, the parallel
2: so I was thinking whether when
0: there was uh, any uh, no clear reference. Yeah. So far so far no clear reference. Yeah. Uh. and
2: the part about um uh, nei oh. so the part where the Buddha discuss about what the mind
0: is. Ah uh, okay. So. Mm. For sure in even in different schools there'll be some uh, parallel, uh, yeah. After all, uh, all these are the, the teachings of the book uh, that is based on the Buddha's teaching. Yeah, so they should point in the same general direction. Tian yeah. uh, Ling?
3: Mm, I'm not too sure if I hear correctly. Uh-huh. So I think I mean, you said the mind-sense space is the same as
0: the mind sense base is
3: similar to mana.
0: Uh, not not similar, is mana. mana. Yes, is mana. And,
3: and it is the thinking part of the mind.
0: It is the uh, the mind consciousness is the is Yeah. The, the mind consciousness ma- the
3: mind consciousness. Is the thinking part of the mind. Yeah, but I cannot think of anything else like but you say in Buddhism the mind has other functions, but I can only think of the thinking part
0: when it comes to the mind. Oh. So in Buddhism the mind is also responsible for emotions. The feeling part. <coughs> also part of mind. So it's
3: not here. Huh? That means it's not here. It's not
0: the mana. Not not explicitly stated here.
3: Is it important to know this part or just know that there's another name for it? So instead of breaking down, say, okay, there's this thinking part, there's the non-thinking part, the emotions
0: part. Well, here we are talking first about the consciousness, then, which is the heart, yeah. then later there's a whole section, the second section, Xing Shuo, yeah, which is about uh, the... The other aspects of the mind, which is the counterpart to the consciousness itself. Yeah, then you'll find that there's a lot of description of what we call today emotions. In the Buddha's time, uh, what what I find in the classical teachings is that um, the way the way emotions are understood, uh, I think I mentioned previously. The way emotions are understood is quite different from how we look at it today. Today we take emotions out of, out separately, and there's a whole field of study. I mean, psychology is a, a lot has to do with emotions, huh? yeah. Whereas in the Buddha's time, everything that is non-physical is under mental, yeah, which would include feelings, yeah, or emotions, if you will.
3: Formation, like yeah, it's all. Aggregate yeah, it's
0: all. It's all part of. Yeah, the first two, the first two section. Maybe I can refer you to. So, if you look at the first two section, yeah. Uh, if you all refer to this paper that I give it, give out today,
1: <coughs>
0: you'll notice that. The first one is about the it consciousness, then the second section. Uh, here, it, it used the word mental associates. Cheta yeah. Sekak. Uh, this whole section is huge. It has subsection A, B, C, D, E, F. Yeah. So, all these are part of uh, different aspects of the mind. Yeah. The mental states. Yeah. Now, if you look at some of the description here, for example... Uh, anger. Yeah. Is anger an emotion? We call it emotion, right? But in the Buddha's time they, they don't classify it separately as emotions. Uh, it's just part of the mental states. We call it a mental state. Yeah or here uh, in some technical book, then they call it uh, mental concomitant. Yeah but what, what is what is your question?
3: this one is very confusing. Now I'm wondering... like. wait.
0: wait. This one is very confusing. What is confusing?
3: The, the sixth uh, sense space. I mean, the mind sense space is uh-huh. equal to mana, then you have the, all these things that come in, and it's the mental part. But then, somehow or other, if this by far is to look at the world in this hundred dhammas, then five aggregates is also looking at the world from that five yeah. aggregates. So then the mental per uh, the perception, the mental formation all jumper up together because the, some of the terms are about the same. Why is it jumper up? like
0: mm. right. we haven't covered we we still on the first eight months. We haven't covered the So Siang Singh. So Xiang Singh we haven't covered yet, You will
3: still cover
0: yet. Yeah, so don't don't jump conclusion that it's all jumper up. Huh? No, because I think
3: it's jumper up because you said only the mental part, without the intuition. Then yeah, I'm getting very confused.
0: Yeah, because this is the mind consciousness one. What, what,
4: I, what are you confused about? Mm-hmm. Sometimes <laughs> rather, that comes <laughs> <laughs> just like, when you say the thinking part,
3: then I'm thinking, what else? Is the mind doing besides thinking? It's only
0: thinking. It only comes into thinking. No, that's, that's why I just thought I highlighted that to call it thinking mind is a redundancy. But then I highlighted that in Buddhism, mind is a huge all-encompassing term. Do you, you understand this part? Okay. That mind is not what we usually call mind. In Buddhism, mind is anything Non-man. Yeah, anything that is non-physical is classified under mind. Okay. Can I understand this part? Mind is just a label. I can call it X. Uh, X. Let's just call it X. Don't bring it. So. mind. Don't bring in nama. No. Okay. Just mind. so in our day-to-day speech, we, we call it mind, heart, soul. Yeah. People? Mm. That's your confusion now uh, because. When we talk about mind, heart, soul, mind is always about thinking only. Okay. But in Buddhism, first lesson, this, the second lesson, I keep highlighting, okay. mind is a uh, very big term, okay. and I'm interchangeably using between mind and heart. The is Yeah, is But here, this shi here, right, um, uh, yi, yi gen, so yi gen is referring to mind. So mind, and then there is a mind consciousness. Just now I highlighted that uh, in the text it only talks about the awareness part. But it also has the, the function of uh, discrimination and thinking. Yeah? So here, it's very specially highlighting the, the thinking part. Uh, because the mind can do a lot of things. That's what think of. Uh, so when I when I, when师父 I say that mine is mana, uh, it is because the text this is by definition, <coughs> yeah. Mind E and Z is he mana. Yeah. Just mana, not mana consciousness. Now the thought, okay, E is is consciousness.
3: E is my base. Consciousness, my
0: consciousness. Mind sense base. Ah. So mind sense base is actually number seven. Mana. Yeah. Death mana. So, okay. So you just know that it's also called mana because mana is actually number seven consciousness. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's one last question behind, uh, but we have really I think it's seven nine that we already have. Maybe you can say your question first.
5: Can the mind just work by itself without the mind what? by itself. Can the mind what? Work by itself. Work, work, work
1: work,
3: work, work. By, itself. Work by itself.
0: Can the mind work by itself? When you hear voices. Hear voices. Uh, well, it is it's possible that the mind yeah, the mind can definitely function by itself, yeah. whether it's when we are breathing or when we are awake. What is
1: yeah. mind? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Huh? You say mind is
0: the mental, physical part? Our Our body. Our body is physical? Mine can function uh, with the first slide or without the
2: first slide as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. So if y'all have any questions, y'all can email to me. I have also created the the podcast. So. The podcast is, uh, if you search by far with your uh, iPhone, using the podcast app inside your iPhone, search for by far I don't know whether you need to capitalize it, you should find it inside. Oh. Let me just show you very quickly the ByFAR thing. So, podcast, okay let me just show you. So, if you open up then you see this icon of podcast oh,
2: sorry very bright.
0: and then you search for by yeah so you should see this then you click on it then you can subscribe five Far Treaties on hundred 100th uh, so last week's lesson is already up you all can listen and if you have questions so today's lesson is also recorded then we'll try to put it up as soon as I can um, so you yeah, just search for Fai you should find it uh, uh, it is also available on Podbean uh, but it may take a while for it to appear yet um, so you all can go and search Okay. 念消三藏諸法哦